Pittsburgh Steelers fans, we are finally here with the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain co-editor Dave Schofield coming at you, as always, with his big brother, Rich. Rich, how are you? Evening, Steeler fans. Less than a week to go. This time next week, I'll be suffering from the ever-famous Steeler hangover. Yes. I can't, I just, can't wait. <laughs> As you know that uh, uh, you heard Brian say, in the words of Big Bro- Brosco, he said that several times with some of uh, our shows over the weekend. That you were, of course, he he said it, so I had to put it out there in all caps. Can't wait. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm a little flustered. I was dealing with some technical issues. Sorry, we're a little bit late. Um, I don't even have the right time on my on my laptop right now. It says I'm an hour behind. So uh, I'm starting to feel a little bit like Michael Beck, like I'm like I'm behind the clock a little bit. But here we are. We are ready to go. Can you believe that next week we are going to have a game to talk about? That's right. <laughs> so that hey, next week this is going to be a really big day for everyone because it's a Monday night game. So Brian and Tony finished up the offseason Q and A. Yesterday. So normally on Monday is the hangover, but the game's on Monday. So guess what's going to happen next week? You're going to get a double dose. You're going to get the hangover at its normal regular time, but on Tuesday. So at earlier in the day, like five o'clock or so on Tuesday, and then we'll come at you Tuesday evening, you know, as regularly scheduled. So that's going to be exciting. I'm, we're going to, we kind of are going to be a little bit, well, somewhat, you know, worn down from the Steelers game being a primetime game. Uh, what do you think of the 7 10 kickoff? Uh, do, do you like that when they run the, you know, when the Steelers have the early game, when they run two Monday night games? Um, yeah, actually, it's not too bad because then it finishes, it finishes up and playing. Yeah. So I'm not quite so rough getting up for work the next morning. I, pre- I appreciate the the little slightly earlier ending time. Yeah, and here's the I just got to make I just got to make sure we're done and cleaned up from dinner in time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My, I, I'm pretty sure. Am I right? I know the Steelers played Monday Night Football in Week One at Washington. That was how many years ago was that? Six years ago, I think maybe five or, five um, or six years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? I would have to be. You know, not not six. It's four. It was four years ago because they're playing Washington. It's every four years. I don't know yeah, why was, I was yep. that crazy. I don't know. It's every four years. Durr, durr, durr. So they were in Washington for that one on Monday night. That was an early one. I don't yep. know if they've ever done the or haven't had the early Monday night other than that one. So I kind of like this. But um, Rich, there's a lot to talk about. Um, we are going to let you all know. Let all our listeners know, those of you watching on YouTube, we've got lots of people here in the live chat right now. Um, or we, But for those of you listening in podcast, to, to let you know that the way this show is normally going to work, we will take the first half of the show and talk about last week and the second half of the show to talk about the coming week. This is yep. the Tuesday show. This is the transition show. Tuesday's transition day. Mike Tomlin speaks. He usually talks about the game that happened, some things from that, and then he moves the focus on to the next week. Mike Tomlin spoke today. Once again, no game to talk about, but lots to talk about with, with things there. So what we're going to do, since we have no game to talk about, but we do want to keep that form of second half of the show, we're talking about the game coming up. 
Okay. Oh, I'm going to get there, Captain Underpants. I'm going to plug that survivor league. Um, we're on to league number three right now. We want we want to keep going. Keep filling it up. Get in there. Um, for those of you that don't know what, what he's talking about, go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Look for an article that has a picture of Marquis Pouncey, and it says, enter to win a free Marquis Pouncey signed football. In that article is the link. Did you just click on it? If you have a Yahoo ID, it takes you right to it. You're signed up for our Survivor League, which is picking one game, one one team to win each week. Can't use the same team more than once. All the rules are laid out there. Bottom line is, it's free. It costs you nothing, and you could win a signed Marquise Pouncey football. So go in and join. Even if you don't say, I don't know that much. Doesn't matter. You know what? People who, you know... <laughs> People that go to casinos and win big sometimes are people that don't know that much. So uh, it doesn't really matter. This one, all you're doing is picking a game each week. So you're in, aren't you, Rich? I'm in. I'm you're, there. You in League, League one? one? League One. Yeah. Yep. I've got to be in all of them. Kyle and I are in League One. Yeah. So, so we have that. So what we're going to do with the show today, we're going to talk about basically – What's happened? What would have happened since what would have been the last preseason game? If yes. you didn't get a chance to, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. One of the top articles still on BehindTheSilkCurtain.com um, is an article about um, predicting the past rather than predicting the future, and it was basically a kind of a fun thing of, hey, this is how the five preseason games would have played out. And this is what would have happened and even predicted of who scored touchdowns, who struggled, all these different things. It was a lot of fun. It made me feel like I actually had a preseason when I read it. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. So can't wait. So we're going to talk about basically right. everything that's happened. Can't wait. Yep. You, uh, let, let's talk about the roster cut down. That was oh, a big, big oh my God. I, Really? I can't believe like, I mean, yeah, we could talk the roster cut down, but really, overall, I just can't believe, like, I haven't seen the Steelers be this busy over this same period of time going into a season as I feel like we were this year. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, some people are bringing up some of the more recent news that we're going to get to soon, some injuries dealing with the Steelers, some injuries dealing with some of their, their very soon future opponents. We'll get there. We're kind of doing a timeline there. So the Steelers cut down their roster. Um your biggest surprise, you 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 uh, listened to the show. Biggest, yeah, biggest surprise was uh, not, not not lost the name the corner the the corner from Florida Atlanta. Oh, or, yeah, um, James Pierre. Yes, Pierre. Um, I don't know why I can't remember that, but I can't. You know, for me, I, I don't want to say that was a that was a huge huge surprise, but really, did it? You know, there was a little bit of love for the guy here and there, but undrafted guy. Makes the fifty three, gotta love it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 we talked about that. Um, some on Saturday, Th that was a guy that you that had started to get a lot of buzz. You started to hear more things about him, and um, I guess it was maybe they felt that there was too much heard about him that someone else could maybe snag him, or maybe they're just not worried about that. And the Steelers won him on the team this year, so he is the he was the they did keep six corners. He was one of them. I was really surprised that they only kept five wide receivers. I was really surprised that it wasn't Ryan Switzer. I I called Ray Ray McLeod. I, I wasn't first until I started to hear the buzz of them feeling 
that they can use Ebron as a you know as a big sixth receiver. Yeah, I now, mean, you know, having a guy like that gives you that extra little flexibility in there, and maybe then the decision was made that because they had that guy that could flex out wide as a tight end that mm-hmm. we could use the space better somewhere else. Well, I was really surprised because I thought – but then when I thought about it, I've realized what, what it made sense. See, last year the Steelers only kept five to start. And then on Saturday, the day before the game, that's when they promoted Johnny Holton. They cut right. to our skipper, and Correct. they went with six. Right. Maybe because they knew that they had several options for the practice squad, and they know each week they can pull up up to two players from the practice squad, maybe they realized – wide receiver, since they usually don't dress more than five, that that was one that they just didn't need to do. Right. That was it. There were there were several reasons why I think in the end it was probably a good move. Yeah. So they got Deion Kane and um, Amar Darbo on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. I could see either one of them whenever the need would be for them to be pulled up. Um, for a game. I could even see if things don't work out with Ray Ray McLeod. You know, I said I thought they'd keep him because he offers kick return. He offers gunner on special teams. Um, and then he's your last receiver. Um, but if he's not working much as a receiver and they need one of those other guys, they'll use him. Um, or if you're dealing with injury, I see I could see both either one of those play. I think Deion Kane will play games for the Steelers this year, unless yeah, he gets imagine. unless he gets poached. I agree. So, I imagine that as well. So that's one that that's one thing that was surprising. I was really surprised that the Steelers kept Carlos Davis on the active roster. I didn't think there was any chance someone was going to try to grab him, and I didn't I didn't really see like he was a guy that was going to help him on game day. So crazy. What well, are your, what are your thoughts on that? It was going to be him or the or yeah. They chose to keep him up and send somebody else. Yeah, so um, Big Dan yeah. is on the practice squad, which did save which did save him some money. Which you know that 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 does save them some money. So that was very interesting. Um, so yeah, so, so so think about that too. You cut Big Dan and he goes to the practice squad, or you put Davis down at the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Save some cap space, and because really, yeah. was anybody was it was you know did they really they, they probably had a good idea was anybody really going to grab up Big Dan? Uh, and, they, if they, well, and if they were, were we really going to be that sad about it? You're also missing one other thing. What's that? that you said about that? Was anyone going to miss Big Dan? He's not. He was not susceptible to waivers. Carlos right. Davis would have gone on waivers. Right. Big Dan, not. Correct. He could choose to stay in Pittsburgh if anyone else approached him. So I thought maybe I threw this out in an article. I'm like, maybe there's an injury we don't know about. And we'll talk about a different one. I didn't even want to mention his name in the article, so I didn't. And unfortunately, the one thing was it's not that bad, but I don't I don't even like it. But I thought maybe, you know, someone like Chris Wormley, who's missed a lot of time in training camp, maybe they needed to put him on the IR designated to return, which means he had to be on the roster first. That if that if he got on the roster, you know, someone like Big Dan, they could say, Hey, we're gonna sign you back. Let's get him on IR and we're gonna bring you back. They wouldn't want to do that with a with a guy that's would have to clear waivers. 
but then that wasn't the case anyway. So, you know, thought about it. Wasn't right. Oh, well, um, that, you know, was, was just a thing. So that I thought that was very interesting. So then we turn around on Sunday and yes, Sunday had the practice squad and everything, but that's not the news from Sunday. No, it's not. You know, that's the, you know, I've never been more excited for a couple of former Steelers to come back. And I actually, you know, I, Brian and I talked about this in the podcast. I put that in that, put this in that same article of these two specific players. I wanted you to know they got both of them. The Steelers claimed Josh, Josh Dobbs off of waivers yep. and they signed Sean Davis. Oh, when both those guys were cut, when Dobbs was cut, I was like, are we really going to get him back? You know, we traded him last, la- traded him away last year, got the draft pick. He l- goes away for a year and then comes back. You got a, what's funny, you got a fifth round draft pick, which you didn't ultimately pick. You could say, well, we got that player and we still got Dobbs back. They didn't ultimately pick there. They traded that one. Right. With for Minka Fitzpatrick. Right. And it allowed them to move up and draft Kevin Dobbs. That was a, where they swapped a fifth for a fourth, where they moved up around. Right. Because next year they will move back around um, from the sixth to the seventh, right? And then, of but, course, you know they got that. You, you look, you know, we got something for him last year, and he's right back around, back with us. Yeah. But the one that really excited me was the Sean Davis. I, mean, I thought that when, was smart. When the Washington Football Team, um, also no, yeah, somebody could call him WFT, but it's more like WTF. Yeah. Um, yeah. When they let him go, I was like, "Please go get him." There's our there's our safety depth that everybody says we don't have. Yeah, yeah. So, and then that's the thing. Sean Davis. Oh, sorry. All right, Beastie. Sorry. Get, get, get your get your phone on silent. This, I thought I had it on silent. Be a professional. Not. No. <laughs> yes. You are a professional. <laughs> But the thing with Sean Davis was I understand that he left because he wanted to start, but he might have realized the grass wasn't greener and that it was it just wasn't in the cards. He went home, you know, he's from the area. He right. played at Maryland. He went back yep. to Washington. Uh, you know, and they're like, Oh, look at the guys that beat him out. He must not be very good. Well, I mean, they gave he's just a, not a good fit. They gave him a two million dollar signing bonus yeah. and a one point five million dollar salary for the upcoming year. So, I mean, you think about the cap money that Washington's on the hook for right now. Yeah, with him. well, now, I, I, I don't know that I saw what did we, I, I don't know if I ever saw terms for what we signed him to. The, it was reported it was two million that 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 they, which was surprising to me because if they signed him for less, Washington's going to have to be on the hook for that. I don't know how it all worked out. I haven't seen the terms. I'd really like to know what they were. Um, regardless, it's a. Some people are like, oh, but Sean Davis, oh, what about when he was here? You know what? Oh, you know, he think about what happens when he was covering Gronk and blah, blah, blah. You're talking about your backup. Yep. You're talking about your backup. Yep. He is a he is now your best backup. He can back up both positions in safety. I wrote an article saying, is he going to affect sub packages? Is he going to be used in dime now? Maybe not as much as Cam Sutton. Or will they use Cam Sutton in place of Mike Hilton and Sean Davis? You know. But it really doesn't matter because they have options and they have more depth. It was a great signing. I got super excited about them. Um, then after that, you know, the Steelers did their practice squad. All 14 guys that they announced on Sunday were all guys from training camp. They didn't sign anyone from anywhere else. And then they did two more guys 
um, yesterday where they added Smallwood. They could have added Sunday. I don't know what went on there. Maybe he was exploring other options, looking for something else. I'm not sure, but that was the deal there. Um, so not sure why he wasn't announced with everyone else. Didn't hear that story. Exactly why just speculation. And then of course the Steelers saved a spot to bring back Devlin Hodges on the practice squad, which I know some people like the Steelers have never kept four quarterbacks before. What are they thinking? Do you forget that it is 2020 that there's no fans in the stands and there's extra guys on the practice squad because you want to have the last thing you want is two, two quarterbacks, Go out on the COVID list, and you only got one for a game. That's what yeah. you got to have for. You got to do it. You know, That's don't right. even, you know, have him virtually watch everything at practice and quarantine him the whole time, just so you know you have a quarterback no matter well, what. Who was I seeing that signed a vet and then quarantined him? And who who was it that I saw signed? I want to say it was Brian Hoyer or something. Yeah, somebody or, signed. Or was it or was it McNown that was like the forty-one year old? I know. I don't know, but somebody signed a vet, and he's just staying quarant- quarantined at home. Yeah, they're not even bringing him. Yeah, and then saying, you know, yeah, this is it. Matty P in Australia's got it. Well, you know, one of our one of our blokes yeah. from Touchdown Under. Um, Thank you. Says can't believe McCown's situation. Twelve K to to you know to be at home. They just want him at home, not you know. Well, but we, you belong to us, you know. Yes. That's 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 crazy. But I don't blame him. I don't blame oh, him. No, it's, it's not crazy. If some ways, if you think about it, it's really smart. Yeah. Because you wait. Okay. Would it really surprise you some if somewhere on some team some this year doesn't end up with like eight guys out in a week for COVID? Yeah, they could. And what happens if? Someone in your quarterback room is exposed, you know, and then suddenly everybody's been sitting and there's no good. What are you going to do? You got to be able to call somebody. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to bring this up. George Rice brought up something. It's exactly what I said um, on yep. in our communications with the um, with with the staff at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com on when this happened on Sunday. And some people were like, "Is he even better than Duck? Why are they blah blah blah?" I'm like, "Well, first of all, yes, he was better than Duck." Duck was sitting at home in week one last week while Do- last year, last, year. last week, <laughs> last year, while Dobbs was the number three quarterback. So they, they, they have him back. And yeah, you also get him to emulate the scrambling quarterbacks that the Steelers are going to play. Um, so it's kind of two birds, one stone, but I, I, I still think that the Steelers think more of him than that. I'm, I'm happy to have him back. You know, the guys on um, um, an aerospace engineer, I think it was, or, or, you know, one of those type of engineers. So like to have the smart cerebral guy back. So love those moves. Love what's going on. Something I don't love so much. It's, you didn't get, of course, you don't get the stuff from Mike Tomlin on Tuesdays. Two different things that came out as reports that were not confirmed by Mike Tomlin. First report was Zach Banerjee starting right tackle. Mike Tomlin says both guys are capable. We're going to wait and see how the, how the week plays out. But the reports are still out there that Zach Banner's won the job. That's one. That's not the one that's bad. The no. other one that's bad is there's a report that David DeCastro will most likely miss week one. This was from Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He, you know, he's not going to put something out there unless he's got, 
reasonable information. So it doesn't mean he's ruled out. Don't be surprised when a practice report comes out on won't be until Thursday because it's a Monday night game that it'll say to Castro, you know, that he's not going to be ruled out. You know, he'll probably get ruled out on the last practice report. So it's not definite. Even Dulock was saying he, they don't expect him for week one. So even still not expecting him for week one doesn't mean it's beyond the realm of possibility that he could play. So he's not ruled out, but it's looking like he's not playing. What do you think, yeah. Rich? Well, as much as you'd like him to be there, if there's any question, I say you hold him out because you put Wisniewski in there because mm-hmm. that's exactly what you went out and got Wisniewski for. Did you read my article? <laughs> Why, yes, yes, I did. Okay, I was going to say, because that's what I said in my article. I'm like, this is what he's here for. Here, I called Wisniewski a five-star backup interior lineman in the NFL. He's done it for multiple teams. He started in two of the last three Super Bowls and played for the Super Bowl champion for both the Eagles and the Chiefs. Did not start off as the starter. Well, I think he did start off in Philadelphia, then wasn't for a while. But he wasn't the starter all season in both of those situations. So that's what they are. Now, these are reports. I understand. It's funny because when the report came out with Banner, um, first it was Adam Crowley had the report, then Mark uh, Caboli, and they were like, maybe we should run with this report. And I was like, I don't know. You know, I'd I'd like to know for sure. But that's why we're saying – we're saying that it's one, a report. That yeah, that one felt more like somebody trying to get out and try to say they yeah. were first. Yes. But there's there there's there's plenty of of those going on. But if you go, if you go to behindthecurtain.com, what do you see for both of those articles? Report. You know, this is what someone else is reporting. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to hear it straight from the Steelers, but we're not going to. So just gotta go. With not at this done. point this week. Yep. Um, another, another breaking news thing, not with the Steelers that came out, um, at the end of the day is that apparently, um, you know, this affects the Steelers week two game. Apparently Von Miller, uh, might be out for the season with, um, an ankle or a fibula. They're still not even sure what it is that that's, that's something that could affect the Steelers week two game. So that's something to kind of keep an ear out for as things go on. But you know what? We're focused on the Giants, aren't we? That's great. we got to play you know? week one before we can worry about week two. Exactly. So, um, but not quite ready to take a break. Um, I'm going to just throw it out there. We This is what I would sometimes do when the old Stat Geek show, when we would do last week to this week. Um, we're going to take, a, if there's a couple questions or statements about the Steelers roster, the practice squad, the moves they made. Cause we didn't even mention the other one. What am I doing? We got a new punter. Yeah. I was wondering what you were waiting on. I thought that <laughs> you were filling time, get to that and then swap yeah. over. Yeah. We got a new punter with Dustin Colquitt. Um, was it 15 years in the league? I think, yep. you know, his dad was a punter for the Steelers drafted by the Steelers. Drafted um, by the Steelers. Super Bowl, two Super Bowl rings with the Steelers. Yep. Yep. So, um, so that's another one. Um, Mike Tollins said today, it was just a chance to add a great player. And of course, like I said, um, I said that Jordan Berry was going to win the holder's job is why he was going to have it. Um, but he, 
Coach Thomas specifically mentioned that he was a very good holder. <laughs> yeah. So we have that for Boswell. So, hey, if there was any but, questions or thoughts about the 53-man roster, we'll look at them here before we take the break. So go ahead and say I, something. Who was I reading on the site today talking about Cole Quit? I think it might have been something Michael Beck had out. Mm -hmm. uh, talking about, you know, wow, can you imagine, you know, just one extra time of, of pinning a team deep inside the 20 and having our defense have somebody pin back, you yeah. know, that yeah. what, you know, you, you got to not yeah. even just think of it as how far the guy can, can punt, mm -hmm. but let's say he's good and can pin teams back. Imagine the more, you know, more times where we're pinning teams deep with our defense. <sighs> and people like to talk about, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster's fumble against the Ravens. You do know that Jordan Berry had more fumbles last year than Juju. <laughs> he did. So, yeah, he did. So, um, he did. A couple of things I want to bring up here um, so, we can, so we can cap this off before we then roll into the Giants. Um, um, Dante Leaf says, only thing to worry about the Giants is if Ben comes out rusty. I said this. I think that no preseason levels the playing field. Like sure I, I feel like Ben would be rusty because he didn't play as much in the preseason as other quarterbacks may have. But now none of them's played. But we do have to worry about Ben being rusty since he didn't play since week two of last year. So that is still a concern. But I don't know. Um, I, I actually, I'm not as concerned about it as, I, you know, I'd be more concerned if they had a preseason and he only played two drives, honestly. Um, but now... You know, that's just who it is for everyone across the board. I want to hit this next one, which is North Top. Could we see Chuk start over Banner anytime this season? I'll be honest with you. Sure. I would not be shocked if that was a false report. <laughs> yeah. So just yeah. no, 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 no. Nothing against the guys that reported it. If that was kind of some misinformation. So, yeah, I shouldn't say false report. Bad choice of words. I apologize, especially for those who broke the story. Misinformation purposefully released so the Giants would prepare for more of a run blocker at right tackle, and then it ends up being more of the pass blocker at right tackle. Wouldn't be shocked. So I would be shocked if he started week one. I th I think it would be smart to go week to week based on the matchup um, if they're really both that good and get them both some playing time. But they, you know. But also with your offensive line, you want you want to keep them locked in as much as you can and not change stuff around. So, all right, um, let's go rapid fire with a couple of these. Here no, bring them up. We switch sections. All right, go. How sloppy you think first few games will be, like preseason, but with starters? Yeah, but it's going to be for sloppy everybody. For, for everybody. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, I don't think we don't have a level playing field. Okay. All right, Stephen right. Nelson will have far better year than Hayden. Disagree? Yes. Doesn't mean that he won't have a better year. I don't think there's going to be. I don't think it's going to be far better. Far better. I yep. think they're both uh, going exactly to right. have good years and, um, that are going to be close together. I I still think Nelson, I think could have the better year, but I don't know that it'll be far. Right. Take the word far out. That's definitely a statement definitely. I agree yep. with. Um, <laughs> I want to. Um, I got one. one. Yep. Yeah, that's it. That one. Why don't we wait to sign Polquit? He was re released not long after the Super Bowl. Take it. Huh. I wasn't sure when he was released. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I didn't know he was released that long ago, but um, maybe it was one of those things of 
you know, he he could make a good bit of money as a punter. The Steelers saved uh, reportedly might have saved a million dollars on the on the salary cap and got a better punter. Um, right. It, it might right. have just been about getting it for the right Here's price. Here's my quick thought: If you go out and you, you and you go after him early, right after he's released, he's demanding more money. Yeah. Okay. If you wait till he's sitting at home and the phone's not ringing, he's willing to take less money. Yeah. That, that's that's why. Yep. All right. I got one. Yep. Bring it. Ben, specifically, first quarter of the season. What do you think? How good do you think? Um, I think first quarter of the season, he's going to be solid, mm-hmm. but still knocking off a little bit of rust here and there. Uh, don't be surprised if you see a couple of bad picks. Yeah. Yep. But don't be surprised if you see some plays that you're like those other guys, you know, even on the first drive, say the guys playing last year couldn't have made that play. You know, right. that's what I want to see. I want to see yeah. more of those than those. Because you know what? And any quarterback can throw picks. You know, it's just going to happen. Um, I'm going to bring up one last one before we take our break, okay? From Donald. Um, what if Dustin emulates his father, joins the Steelers, wins the next two Super Bowls with an aging veteran quarterback? I'd give that two thumbs up. Let's go for it. Yeah, uh, that would be awesome, actually. Yeah. We could write a book on that. That would be fantastic. So we're going to take a real quick break. We're not going anywhere here on YouTube. This is for the audio um, podcast, so we can we can split those up um, um, to, to to give the the right length of shows there. So make sure you are tuning into BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with everything, and we will be back to to preview the Giants game coming up in just a minute. 